Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. The Daily Compliance News for July 24, 2021, the Domestic Corruption Edition. We begin with uh, that as our lead story from NPR, as First Energy Corp. has agreed to pay a $230 million fine for its central role in a bribery scheme involving the um, Speaker of the House and other members of the Ohio State Legislatures. Legislature. Federal prosecutors charged First Energy with conspiring to commit honest services wire fraud. The utility company agreed to pay the fine as a part of a DPA. In return, the government will drop the charges if the company completes the DPA. The U.S. acting, rather acting U.S. attorney uh, for this district said it was the largest criminal penalty collected in the history of this office. So uh, First Energy's woes continues. It's unclear at this point whether or not a monitor will be uh, required. Um, Nevertheless, this was a uh, really important reminder for every compliance officer that corruption is not simply FCPA international related, but domestic corruption is equally an important issue. Uh, Although $230 million is not much compared to the overall profits of First Energy, It's obviously enough to uh, um, hurt a little bit. So First Energy pays a fine, finally. Uh, Next up, in an interesting article by Tom Sporkin. Tom is um, the head of enforcement at the CFPB, his first first ever managing director for enforcement, uh, a position created in response to criticism in a Wall Street Journal article that the CFPB had completely... Uh, abrogated its role in protecting uh, the public from unscrupulous advisors. He penned a a piece in financial planning, which I thought was really interesting. He detailed some of the changes that he's helped to oversee and that the CFPB uh, has made since his time. Uh, There's uh, been 100, or excuse me, uh, 1,266 investigations uh, opened uh, based upon uh, a year look back over some files and increased visibility with the CFPB. Um, they've worked on getting uh, relationships in place <clears throat> with FINRA and the Securities and Exchange Commission, and that uh, the CFPB is moving forward. So uh, it's not simply about enforcement, it's also about working with industry groups. So kudos to uh, Tom Sporkin. In the Wall Street Journal, uh, Risk and Compliance uh, Journal, the um, Star Limited Group or Star Entertainment Group withdrew its indicative proposal to merge with Crown Resorts uh, because of Crown Resorts' uh, possible loss of its casino license in Melbourne. You have to wonder where compliance was in any of this and why they didn't pick up the allegations uh, that have been floating around in Australia for some time. So um, Crown had turned down couple of deals from uh, major U.S. entities, uh, Blackstone and Oak Tree Capital Management, um, and now Star Entertainment has pulled out. So more woes for Crown Resorts. 
And finally, an interesting op-ed from the uh, FT where uh, they talk about innovation during the pandemic and how governments and businesses need to collaborate further for innovation. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.